Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Round 20 edition of the Half-Backed Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Crazy, crazy times in the world of NRL. Melbourne are in all sorts, mainly a stuffed And the Cowboys and Tigers, well, make of those two what you will after that crazy game of footy on the weekend. What it does do is makes for a very interesting round of NRL punting coming up. And here to talk through it with me is one of the sharpest minds in rugby league, former Canberra Raiders halfback and one-time skipper, Sammy Williams. Sam, how are you? Morning, gentlemen. Yeah, going well. Um, Yeah, another interesting week. It's um, never a dull week in rugby league. That's the beauty of the game. And we go again. It was nuts, wasn't it? Also with me to talk through this week's punting plays, XTB data analyst, currently head of sports, head of sports at a sports entertainment company, James Hughes. Hughesy, how are you? Good, mate. Looking forward to this week. A couple of really good matchups. So yeah, should be good. Keen to hear what your line models got for us today, Hughesy. On today's show, we'll be recapping last week's results. Uh, cannot wait for that again after another terrific week by myself. <clears throat> This week's Lock of the Week play will be dropping our value play and our Hail Mary punt. We're going through our tips for each game with Sam, find out who he likes and, more importantly, why he likes these sides. Get inside that head of his. Uh, first up, our Round 19 recap. Sam, we'll start with you. You effectively broke even. You got your Lock of the Week. Uh, you went against your beloved Raiders two weeks back. You threw your faith in them to cover the 10.5 start against the Warriors at $1.90. They got there. Uh, you got that line in by half a point, putting your ROI at 173%. They came good for you. Yeah, never in any doubt that one. I was always confident. If anyone had any brains out there when they went down by a couple of tries, they should have doubled down and gone again. Uh, Given away the line, you would have made a mozza. Uh, it was just a matter of time, and, yeah, we got away with that one. Jeez, more, uh, more faith in the Raiders' attacking systems than I have, mate. Jamesy Hughes, Tigers, 19 and a half start at $1.90. Mate, if there's ever been a, more of an advo- uh, advocation, I suppose, for your, your lines, that one has absolutely bolted in at $1.90. Uh, as per Sam, that was your winner for the week. It was your lock of the week. So your ROI drops very slightly to 83%. Mate, that, that belted home. Yeah, didn't didn't even need that big of a line, did I? Um, and what an interesting finish. Uh, too controversial to our... Uh, Get into today with us, boys, but uh, how interesting. Nuts. Uh, Tim, my uh, you know, started punting podcast, they said, you've had great results with SC Playbook. They said, you'll kill it. 
ROI, 0%, no winners, on fire. My Hail Mary of the week was Eddie Lee to score tick, Dave Fafi to score tick. Uh, and to add to my injury woes, Stephen Crichton was my third leg for a $21 multi, and he got injured, albeit late in the game. That's three multis in three weeks that have cost me with injuries. Ravalaba week one, Pappy week two, Crichton week three. However, excuses are not going to make my ROI go up, so let's move on and stop listening to me whinging. Guys, we are exclusively using top sport markets this season. Massive fans of their value. Uh, more so even that their same game multi, which is currently the best in the industry where the odds actually add up. If you do want to follow along with our punts today, use the special code SC Playbook. If you're doing so, 18 plus only. Gamble responsibly, please. Uh, just a quick reminder that we do try and uh, avoid the Thursday morning, sorry, Thursday night clash when possible uh just trying to give you more time to listen to this before the bets are impacted but if we do like something in that game we'll be throwing it in boys let's get stuck straight into it today let's go into our punt sam i'll start with you as always your 50 dollars lock of the week yeah my my lock this week it's um it's probably not probably where people are thinking too much to be honest but there's reasons behind it um i've gone with Naden to be an anytime try scorer at $2.80. Um, the reasons why I like this. Now, the big one for me is I feel as though um, Adam Reynolds, defending on the right-hand edge for Brisbane, he can get quite tight to his back rower, and I think they work really hard for each other on the inside, which more often than not they get out of – they solve the problems. Um, Reynolds, I think, is a wonderful defender. I think he's a really good – I mean, I, I think he's one of the best buyers I've seen for a long time. He's a brilliant player, uh, really strong defender, really good contact. But the, they defend quite tight. And I think that the way the Tigers play and the way Brooks likes the long ball and with um, Jackson Hastings opening up the, the field a little bit, playing at lock, I feel as though that scoring points and moving the ball is going to be the Tigers' biggest asset. I think they've got to be able to play around Brisbane I don't think that they're going to be able to play through them. So for that reason, I feel as though it just opens up just that opportunity for Naden at some point in that game to have an easy stroll over the line off the back of a, a Brooks long pass or um, Hastings opening up that, that edge a little bit. So that's that's my reasons. And, yeah, Brent Naden, my lock of the week. Brent Naden, not uh, something anyone would have anticipated you say, but $2.80 for a winger is pretty mad odds. Uh, Hughesy, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, mate, actually love that, Sam. Uh, I think it's it's over 40% of tries uh, conceded by the Broncos are down that side. So it's Jeez. a very interesting bet, and I like it. Do you have, Hughesy, what the, the percentage is to the other side of the field, obviously with plenty yeah, of Yeah, it's, it's just under 30, touch under 30. So, yeah, it's mm. definitely a favour that way. Sambo on the money once again. Uh, hopefully it can deliver financially speaking. Husey, your lock of the week, mate. What have you got? My lock of the week, guys, I'm going with Parramatta to win 1-12 to 12 by 1-12 to 12 at $4. Oh, sorry, I'm just giving my value bet here. <laughs> I'll go back. Sorry, I've gone for Souths two, at $2.15 to win against the Sharks. Probably the best matchup of the round. In my opinion, uh, Souths are four on the trot, uh, fully strength. Um, Latrell's firing. I think they can upset the Sharks in that one. So I'm going for $2.15 against the Sharks for Souths. Very nice, mate. I've gone with, for my lock of the week, the Sharks-Rabbitohs game to be over 41 and a half points out at Shark Park there. 
Uh, I quite like that one in that the the bunnies are, are pretty resurgent over the last month. But they've conceded a lot of points. They, they conceded around about that thirty point mark prior to, to defending well against the Storm, who didn't throw much at them. Thirty uh, odd points against the Knights and the Bulldogs in the weeks prior. So. Well, they're starting to home in attack. Their defense is pretty shaky, uh, particularly the edge of Jackson Bolo as well. So uh, we'll get into that one a little bit later. But over 41.5 points, um, when I'm behind as much as I am, I need to up this value a little bit for my locks. I'm also going the Broncos 13 plus to knock off the Tigers there comfortably. So that's $2.86, my lock of the week. Sam, your value bet of the week. My value bet of the week. So I've gone to the around the lines this week, and I'm not sure where Jimmy's lines look. Um, I'm certainly not a numbers man, and I don't look into it as as um, analytically as, as Jimmy does, but this is what I've come up with. I've got the Knights with a six-and-a-half start. Um, so the reason behind that is um, I just feel as though them they're playing at home, um, a big game, they're going to be confident. The, the dogs, I know they're playing some decent footy at the moment, but I just feel as though the way they're, um, they're just playing at home and with so much, you know, the, the fans and that up there, they're so they're so proud of their team and they always show up. And I think they, they really owe it to them to, to show up and perform well. So I feel as though giving away a bit of the start um, is the way to go. So I've gone with that. Next one is Melbourne um, uh giving away 13.5. Sorry, the Knights had the 6.5 start. Melbourne giving away the 13.5 against the Warriors. Uh, there's been periods where I feel as though Melbourne's really, really clicked. Uh, I know they're a little bit off the pace and they haven't won too many lately, but I just think that there's going to be a point where they're going to click and I don't want to miss that boat. So I've gone with them with 13, giving away 13.5. And last but not least, I know we spoke about not giving it too many Thursday night games, but... The old controversial Manly game. Manly, I've given them, I've gone with Manly giving away the 18 and a half start against mm-hmm. the Chooks. My reason behind this is I feel as though whenever there's controversy around a team, they they usually, you can get up for a game, whether it's a sacking of a coach or you know controversy within the club. I feel as though a side can always get up for a game. It's the same as a player coming into a team. Now, the hardest part about the NRL is playing consistently week in, week out, and that's where the best teams always show up. To get up for one game in the NRL, it, it's it's not too difficult because you're so pumped and there's so much on the line. Now, there's seven players who aren't playing for Manly. I feel as though the players coming in have an opportunity and they've only got one week to prove it. So they're going to go out there and give everything they've got. They're playing at Brookvale, and you're still you're too key players in that side in the halves, both Foran and Cherry Evans are still there. So I just feel as though, although they might not be able to beat the Chooks, I feel as though giving away the 18.5 is um, is the way to go. That all up is $6.85. Um, so that's where I stand. Mm, I have so many questions about all of those players. I'll limit them um, very much so because we only have a certain amount of time. Uh, and I agree with the Manly one. I think that line is pretty crazy, particularly for a a typically gritty man, uh, manly side at Brookvale Oval. Um, they, as you mentioned, they keep their entire spine intact. The majority of their starting forward pack is intact. A lot of their the, the outs have come from either the bench or the outside back. Sam, that's got to fill you with a bit of confidence going into that bet. It does, and I just feel as though that they've got that really wrong. I, I just 
the other thing is you're losing some wingers as well. Um, you know, if you get a winger come in to do a job for a week, there might be some d- defensive issues or some areas of their game that they might struggle with. But if the opposition hasn't seen that and you're coming straight in, it's very hard to plan for it. So I feel as though these sort of players are going to come in and they're going to give everything. I just feel as though that's just too big of a line. Mm, yeah, they really miss Jason Saab's 11 metres of yardage in this game. Uh, just the one more, Sam, on the night. I, for the life of me, cannot put my finger on why they're so ordinary this year. Uh, I understood sort of early in the, the year they had a lot of injuries, particularly to key members of their pack, uh, other areas of the team. But like they've had pretty close to their full pack back on deck the last month or so, and they're just a shade of a decent NRL side. What do you put it down to? Because like my understanding of rugby league is that if you have a good forward pack, they, you know, generally should be going forward all right. No matter what the back line is, they should be able to play off off it a, a little bit. Um, but they're in all sorts. What do you think of them? Yeah, look, I think they're probably um, being the most frustrating team if you're a supporter this year. There's been glimpses of a team that can make that top eight. And I guess the big problem with them is just finding that um, confidence. And I don't think that... It, I don't think they've been a confident side. If they weren't playing at home this week, uh, I'd, I'd probably be against them quite strongly. But I, I think confidence is one thing. When, you, when you're down on confidence but you're showing up at home, I feel as though you can find a little bit. And I just feel like them as a side this year, they've lacked that little bit of killer instinct which comes with confidence where you think you can beat every team. And at the moment, I don't feel as though... Yeah, I just don't think they've had the confidence. So this week they play at home and against a side who they, they'll go in there believing they can win. So that's that's why I think they can win this week. What are your thoughts, Yuzi? Yeah, I've actually got the modelling up and we, we do have Knights as favourites by 1.5 points. So, yeah, definitely love that sentiment there. It's good. Oh, the stats in the other footy mind backing each other up. Husey, what's your value play for the week? You touched on it before, but far away. <laughs> Yeah, I jumped the gun a little there, but I'm, I'm going for Parramatta 1-12 at four, $4.20 against Penrith. Uh, we've got Luai out, Crichton out, worth a couple of points to the line, those two guys. We've we've got the market around five, plus five, um, uh, where, where it's actually at nine points right now for Penrith. So I think after Parramatta, you know, they've had a bit of a rocky couple of weeks. I think they're going to bounce back this week, and so I'm going for a 1-12 to tight win. Love it, mate. My value bet of the week, uh, also targeting that Sharks and Rabbitohs game, same game multi. It'll be an anytime try scorer multi. Ronaldo Mulitalo to score, Jesse Ramian and Alex Johnston also at $8.93. Alex Johnston doesn't need a lot of explanation uh, on him on why he's in that one, a try scoring freak on that Bunny's lethal left edge. Ronaldo Mulitalo, I've got going up against that the edge of Jackson Bolo and I believe it'll be I think it'll be Isaiah Tass. It might be Cartwright. Either way, I think the the weaker defensive edge that I think Moylan on Mulitalo's edge is going to go hammer and tong at. Um, Nico Hines also loves crabbing across field and playing both sides of the ruck as well. I think Mulitalo being as good a finisher as he is. Throw in Shark Park is every chance at crossing the stripe. And Jesse Ramian, uh, I didn't mind Connor Tracy, although Ramian doesn't pass the ball, as we see time and time again. He loved to dummy, put the ball underneath the arm and just barnstorm over his centre. Uh, so I've gone yeah, pretty hard on that one. And I think there will be, as mentioned earlier, plenty of points in that game. Husey, no, Sam, your Hail Mary play of the week. 
Hail Mary, this is where we make our money. This is where we lit. This is where we really light up. <laughs> listen up, listen up. All right, we've gone this week. Uh, I've gone with the Melbourne and the Warriors game. Um, obviously, I'm on Melbourne, and as I said, I'm waiting for them to click. So I've gone anytime try scorers in the same game. I've gone Nick Meany, anytime try scorer. Cameron Munster, anytime try scorer. And Kenny Bromwich, anytime try scorer. I think there's been signs to say that Melbourne can fully tear a team apart, but we're just waiting for it to happen. So as I said earlier, I don't want to miss the boat, and I feel as though Nick Meany, can, he, he can pop up and anywhere score his, and I feel as though Munster, he's been very close to tearing a game apart, and I think Kenny Bromish probably should have scored each of the last two weeks, falling over the line, um, but he's opted to pass, or there's been an inside... Um, Inside man getting taken out, so I'm confident he can he can get one in the next week or two. So as I said, I don't want to miss the boat. So I feel as though Melbourne, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to stay stay uh, loyal to them, and uh, I think them three players scoring any time at twenty three dollars fifty is my hail mary. Sam, four losses on the trot for the Storm. Uh, their forward pack have particularly been underwhelming. Hasn't been much of a platform set for the, the star spine they've got there, uh, minus obviously Ryan Pappenhausen. What do you put down the, the slump to? Like in the modern game where we're seeing the the agile, the more mobile middle forward, uh, particularly generating this ruck speed, I look at Jesse Bromwich, Nelson Asafa Solomona, Josh King as middles there, uh, all very big boys. And then even a bit of an aging back row in Fleece Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich, as good as they are. Uh, do you think it is? Do you think the pack might be too big, or why do you see them? Why are they struggling? Yeah, I, I think there's more to it than um, than that. I reckon. And Craig Bellamy's come out and spoken about some of the simple errors that they've been making and turning the football over. Now, if you're going to go with that sort of team like they have for so long, that's been so dominant. That area has to be really good. You've, you've really got to control that footy and make sure that you're playing on the front foot. And I don't think that they've been playing that way. I think they've been making errors that are very much un-Melbourne-like. Um, and, and that's making those big players do so much more defence than they probably normally have. So to me, I feel as though it's not exactly... The player hasn't changed or I don't think there's been any massive um, shifts in, in what they can do and their output. I just feel as though they're making errors and... Um, a little bit of lack of concentration, and I've got no doubt Bellamy's right on top of that. And I feel as though if they can fix that up and play on that front foot, we're going to see the best of Melbourne. And I, I know I've harped on about it, but I don't think that they're far off. And there's a, you know, there's a lot of teams that are knocking on, you know, that second best team in the competition. But I've still got them second. I still feel as though Melbourne at their best behind Penrith is, is where I'm. Now, I'm staying solid, and I, I might be made a fool, but I just feel as though that there's enough there to be able to turn it around. Yeah, fair play. They've lost Brandon Smith the last two weeks. Uh, the weeks prior to that in the losses, uh, impacted by origin outs, injuries, a few other things. I think when Brandon Smith comes back in there, he hasn't had the best season, Brandon, but the, the ruck speed he can generate for them and get them, as you said, playing on that on the front foot and allowing Munster and the meanie types to come into the game. I think it'd be massive on, on Brandon. And I would have been all in on Melbourne if Brandon Smith was starting at lock in this one. He'll be back next week from suspension. Hughes, your Hail Mary for the week. Mate, I was out at Cogra last week to watch the St. George beat Manly and I've, I've caught the Ben Hunt bug. Uh, so, <laughs> mate, he's killing it at the moment. I'm actually going to go for Ben Hunt first try scorer at $29. 
against the Cowboys, but I do have a couple of reasons statistically as well, so it's not just all heart. Um, Essentially, I've got the model favouring St George slightly, so leaning towards them in general. Uh, We've also got McLean and Cotter out, roughly about five points value there for for the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are actually conceding quite considerably through the middle relative to the other areas of the field. It's about 30% of their tries are uh, conceded through that middle. So I'm thinking Benny Hunt off the right or off the left foot and uh, straight through under the posts. Mm, he's on a tear and he's actually he's had a few first try scores the last month or so, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he, he has had a couple. So hopefully we can keep going. Very nice. Uh, my Hail Mary for the week, which one of these poor buggers am I putting the mocker on to get injured this week, uh, is Nico Hines to score, Jerome Hughes to score, and Kyle Felt to score at $21.31. Nico Hines, is, I think he was over $4 to, to score tries for a bloke with his support game and just how good he is in general. I think that's tremendous value uh, most weeks. So let's hope that Hail Mary can land uh, and get me back in the positive. Guys, the Halfback Podcast is brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys are experts in all types of home, commercial and car loans. So whether you're a local or living interstate and looking to purchase your first ever home or chase the lowest rate for your refinance, give them a call on 02-9521-1611 today. Don't forget, mention SC Playbook for your free tailored expert advice sessions. Cracking fellas they are and a few of the SC Playbook faithful have jumped on board with those boys this season. It's been nothing but great feedback. So do that if you're in that position. Let's get stuck into our tips for the week before we wrap things up. Sam, we'll go through them with you. You've touched on a few already. Uh, game one to start the round is the Seagulls and the Roosters. Uh, you mentioned you like the Seagulls with the line tonight, but who do you like to win it? Yeah, I can't tip Manly. I don't think that um, I don't think that they can have enough strike to be able to knock the Roosters off. Roosters are very short at a dollar fifteen for a reason, uh, but I just feel as though they've probably got a little bit too much class. Um, but from a betting perspective, I wouldn't be taking the dollar fifteen either. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go the Roosters, but I wouldn't be uh, putting my money there. Warriors and Storm Friday night at six pm at Mount Smart. Another short one. I've gone, yeah. gone hard on Melbourne, so we're going to stay 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 strong, and hopefully they can go across there and give it to them. Yep. Uh, blockbuster game Friday, 7.55pm, Combank Stadium. Parramatta Eels versus Penrith Panthers. Penrith with a couple of outs in Jerome Luai and Stephen Crichton. Who do you like here? I actually felt Parramatta last week had a couple of signs that I thought they looked all right. Uh, I thought their, their, their left edge, there was a couple of times where they really probably should have scored. There was a couple of times where I think that they probably took the wrong option and they would have scored. So I think that they're actually... I don't think they're that far off the pace. Um, that price discrepancy, I nearly I nearly played around with the Parramatta line. I, I, once again, I don't think that they can beat Penrith, but I actually think that there's some signs within that Eels side that they're going to be a lot closer than what some people think. So I can't go against Penrith at the dollar twenty eight, but I wouldn't discourage anyone playing around with that Parramatta Eels at three seventy five. Mm, I was so close to adding Parra with that line uh, into my plays as well, but I've learnt before not to bet against Penrith, and, and why would you, honestly, these days? Uh, your beloved Raiders, Sam, Saturday, 3pm, Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast, playing against the Titans. Uh, who do you like there? Yeah, look, there's not a whole lot of consistency around the sides at the moment. Gold Coast up at the Gold Coast, are a, they're a tricky little um, side to play there. You know, they... 
for some reason, they just pop up at the most unexpected times and put big point scores on teams. So you've got to be really careful uh, playing against the Titans at home. Uh, I think the Raiders will win it. They've got too much to play for. And if they want to play finals football, there's no way you can be dropping this game. So I feel as though that their their preparation and there's so much that's going to go into this game uh, that it's... it's um, you know, almost a must win if they want to be able to contend at the back end of the season. So I think the Raiders have too much to play for and, and should win. Hughesy, if I know anything about your model, and I don't, they've definitely got the Titans' favourites here. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously I went the Titans the last two weeks for my Val bet. No luck whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm completely flipping on that. And I'd be, I'm here with Sam. I'm going for the Raiders from no more Titans bets from me, boys. That is an intelligent decision, mate. Uh, Sam, very quick one on the Raiders. How in the world is Corey Howera Naira not a top 17 player each week? He's spent a lot of the season in reserve grade. I think the bloke's a star. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think he's got so much ability, Corey. I, I really do. Um, I don't think that there's many back rowers in the comp who move as well as Corey. And we've seen there over the last couple of weeks that he can score tries. He's a real, he's a point scoring back rower. Um, I think the big one is, and the hard part is, on the left edge, we've had Hudson Young, who I think's probably been our most consistent player throughout the year, and he's probably won us two or three games with big plays at the right time. So Hudson doesn't leave the left edge. And our skipper, Elliot Whitehead, I think some people have probably, um, and to, to my frustration at times, Elliot's probably one of the, the, the best back rowers, if not the best back row I've ever played with. He he's so tough and he's so skillful and he brings so much to the squad as a whole that sometimes you've got to think long-term and think the big picture. And I think if for the Raiders to be competing at the back end of the season, Elliot needs to be playing good football and Elliot needs to be leading this team. And I think Elliot also compliments someone like Jack White on the field. Um, they're good mates and they can they really work off each other well. So... You take Elliot away from that edge, um, you lose a lot of leadership in a time where we've lost Jared Croker, we've lost Josh Hodgson. Uh, these players who, who have been the captains of the club for so long that we, we need Elliot out there. So that's the big one. I've got no doubt, and I think there's probably some decisions that, that will be made if things if Corey keeps playing the way he does. You can't keep, keep him out forever, but it's just a tricky situation at the moment. But maybe you just keep increasing his min- minutes, uh, and keep Elliot there for the time being. Yeah, it's a good position for the mighty Raids to be in in that one. Stacked with back row and front row depth for that club. Sam, Saturday, 5.30pm, Points Bet Stadium, the Sharkies versus the Rabbitohs. Who do you like here? Ripper game. Really looking forward to it. Mm. Um, I think this is – we're going to start seeing, um, yeah, who, who, who can contend at the right end of the season. I tell you what, I've gone with the bunnies um, to knock them off. I just think that they're they're starting to hit their straps a little bit. Um, I know the sharks have been playing some good footy too, but I feel as the feel as though the rabbits have so much to play for once again this week. And there's probably there's been some um, some easy kills at times um, since Latrell's been back, but I feel as though this is their week to stand up. This is the week we're going to see if the bunnies can be um, be there at the back end of the season. There's not many harder road trips than going to the Points Bet Stadium and trying to knock off the Sharkies. So if they can go there and win, I think that they become, you know, back in the front front of everyone's minds. And you know, you'll have sides like Penrith and, and Melbourne having a look at them. Yeah, it should be an absolute cracking game. I 
with a bit of luck, we'll be out of this one at Shark Park. So if you run into me and, and recognise my snoz and you've been following my puns, feel free to put one on my jaw because I probably deserve it. Broncos versus Tigers, Saturday, 7.35pm, Suncorp Stadium. Sam, Broncos pretty cut and dry in this one despite your, your Naden punt. Yeah, just quickly, and if anyone wants to just put one on your jaw for the sake of it, they can do that as well. You don't need to be following his tips to give him one. If you put one on my nose, you'll probably only straighten it, to be fair, so <laughs> go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, Brisbane and Tigers, I think um, you know, Brisbane's very short again. I'm not sure that they're in eighteen pop. I wouldn't be touching a eighteen against a side who haven't had the long-term consistency like some of the others, uh, but I still feel they'll be too good at home. I, I, I don't know... I don't know if the dollar eighteens. Yeah, I just feel as though that's way too short. Um, the Tigers are—they're an inconsistent side, so you can probably play around the five dollars. But I—I do feel as though that the the Broncos will win. Uh, Adam Reynolds still—he's—he still controls that team, and they play so well with him there that I wouldn't go against them. But I wouldn't be touching a dollar eighteen either. Sunday, 2 p.m., McDonald Jones Stadium, Knights v. Bulldogs. Sam, you like the Knights with the line? Who do you like to win it outright? I'm going to stick with the Knights. There's a bit of value there at 260. I think that they're, I think that they've got a lot to play for, as I mentioned earlier, playing at home. Um, I don't think the Dogs have shown enough consistency over a long period of time for me to be able to confidently say that they're going to go away from home and, and have a win. So I'm going to stick with the Knights might come back to bite me, but I just feel as though they've um, they've got so much to play for this week, and um, yeah, I think they can they can do it. Last but not least, Dragons versus Cowboys, Jubilee Stadium, Sunday at four oh five p.m. Uh, now this is a tough one because all signs point to the Cowboys, but they did just essentially get knocked off by the Tigers in Townsville. Dragons, who knows what they're going to throw at you? Who do you like here? Yeah, I don't think the Cowboys would have seen that as much of a victory last week. I think they would have been pretty disappointed with the way they played, and I think they're going to they're going to go down there with a real point to prove. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Look, once again, I, I think the three dollars about the Dragons at home is probably where the value sits. Uh, but um, I, I think I think the Cowboys will be too good. And I mentioned a few of those a few of those teams this week. You talk about Hail Marys, you can play around with some of them values. I've gone with some of the shorter-priced shorter options, but I wouldn't be surprised to see see one or two real shock upsets this week either. So, um, yeah, I think Cowboys win, and I think that there's the sides I've mentioned are probably the favourites for a reason. But once again, there's some, some real value there this week, I think. Very nice, mate. Fingers crossed with the tipping this week. The SC Playbook special last week, our unique market only available on topsport.com.au. Last week, I fell just short, a bit of a bugger. Four hookers to score tries across the round at $5. Uh, No good there this week. I don't actually have the market yet. Been a little bit strapped for time. A few things have not gone uh, to plan. So we'll get that up on the website, uh, sorry, on the website, across our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a, a follow at SC Playbook NRL. Uh, and we'll throw that up when it is available. Of course, as always, if you are keen to follow us and choose to link up, use the code SC Playbook when signing up with Top Sport, 18 plus only, gamble responsibly. Husey, thank you very much, as always. Thanks, boys. Good week of footy this weekend. Let's go. And Sam, cheers. Yeah, good on you, boys. We'll have you on next week. All right, guys. Good luck, and thank you for tuning in.